a long, hard ride down a lonesome highway. Wheels are humming like a sad old song. Windshield wipers singing along. Take me home. Friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministries, and we've got an exciting CD for you this month. It's our September CD, and we're going to be talking about our CD conference. Right, Daryl? That's right, Gary. We're excited to have Jackie Boland on their September CD. That's right. Jackie Boland is an old friend of Lonesome Road Ministries. Matter of fact, he's been a part of Lonesome Road Ministries ever since the beginning, back in 2001, and a lot of you have heard Jackie preach over the CB radio, and guess what, friends? He's going to be at our conference this year, and he's going to be one of our speakers, so you get a chance to hear and meet Jackie Bowling live right here in Carmi at the Threefold Chord Conference, September 28, 29, and 30. Beginning at noon on the 28th. Yeah, we're going to start early and stay late. At the Trinity Church. Trinity Church is located at 1600 Saunders Avenue, right here in Carmine. Give me a call at 618-383-2107. I'll give you directions how to get there. I can tell you what motel most people are staying at. They're staying out to Super 8 in Grayville, Illinois, or Windsor Oaks Motel at Grayville, Illinois. That's a 20-minute drive to Carmine, but... Hey, that's the closest motel around, so that's the one you want. This is our sixth annual. Six years. Can you believe that? And a lot of you has been here for all six of them, so we want to make this uh, the best year yet. Well, we have so many wonderful speakers and singers and songwriters. I mean, we've got talent just coming in from all over the country. We've got James Payne. James Payne is third or fourth year he's going to be with us this year. Yes, and he's such a supporter of Lonesome Road and Channel 21. Just an awesome man of God and has helped us ever since day one. When he came to Carmi 
at the first conference. I'll never forget what he said when he was up there speaking. The world needs to know about what's going on in Carmel, Illinois. So you need to come and be a part of it. We also have first time Barbara Fairchild. Barbara Fairchild is uh, queen of country music as far as I'm concerned. Man, yep. I love her. She's got a great ministry down in Branson, Missouri. And a lot of you have heard her music. A lot of you have probably been to her theater down in Branson, Missouri. But she's not just a singer-songwriter. She is a woman of God that has a church service every Sunday morning. And I have been. And Gary, you went to that I church service there. on a Sunday morning. Uh, she's not only a, a speaker... She's a preacher. She's a reacher. She's an awesome woman of God. I, I just love hearing her talk, and she's cute as a button. Amen. Amen. And she's going to be doing a concert Friday night, September 28th, and then she'll be there Saturday afternoon, the 29th, too. So we've got a great conference planned. James Payne's going to be doing a concert Saturday night. The McKay Project's going to be there doing a concert. It's Jim and Ann Davenport's Jim going to be and there. Jim and Ann Davenport, Joe Arview, Bill Shell, um, Dan, Dan Duncan. Duncan. Oh, my goodness. Guess what? Candy and Michelle McMullen, Free in Christ Ministries, they're going to be there. They're going to be sharing some of their testimonies. And you're going to be blessed. We're going to have some great food by Rodan Transportation Saturday afternoon. And Saturday morning, we're going to have an awesome breakfast at 8 a.m. And everyone's invited. And guess what, Daryl? That's brought on by the Trinity Church. Yeah. Saturday morning breakfast. And it's all free. It's free. Free. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, if you want to give us a big shiny nickel, we're not going to turn it down. But it is free. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a free three-day event. And you want to be here Friday, September 28th, starting at noon. And then Saturday, we start at 8 a.m. And then Sunday morning, we're going to have an awesome, awesome church service. James Payne is going to preach Sunday morning at 10.30. And you really need to book your rooms early because last, well, every year we've had people that come and they said, we're coming back. We're coming back. And I guarantee you, there are some professional CD conference goers every year because they love what God does at these conferences. It, it fires you up. It gets you ready for the next year. It helps you become a witness for the next year. Yeah, and everyone's invited. It's not just for ministries. It's for oh, yeah. whosoever. This is a whosoever conference, so you don't want to miss it. Come join us September 28th, 29th, and 30th right here in Carmi at Trinity Church, 1600 Saunders Avenue, and we'll see you there.
is our life, isn't it, Daryl? It sure is. That's a great song by the McKay Project. They are great friends of ours, and they help us in this ministry with their music. And today, we're so blessed and honored to jump up in the cab with our good friend. Jackie Bowling is going to be riding along with us today, and we're going to be talking to drivers out there on the old CB radio. Yeah, uh, Jackie's an old-time trucker, and me and Gary's not. We're young. Yeah. But no, Jackie's an old-time trucker just like Gary and I. It's back when the day when CB radios, we lived and breathed by them. We didn't have cell phones. And if we needed directions, we got on there and asked somebody for directions. And most of the time, we got lost anyways, but at least they got us into church. We found a pew. That's right. A CB radio can be used for good, and it can be used for bad. But Jackie Bolin, he brings the good to the CB radio. Yeah, Jackie, he, he didn't ask for directions on the CB radio. He gave directions. He gave directions to drivers out there who were lost. And he leads a lot of people to the Lord over the CB radios. We're going to hear a conversation today by Jackie. And it's he's talking to a driver about, oh, something that a lot of you folks out there know a little bit about. And that's called hunting. And Jackie is an avid hunter. Matter of fact, he can do a turkey call with his voice. And it sounds just like a turkey to me. It does. Every time I hear it, I start looking for some dressing. <laughs> So join us with uh, our good friend, Chaplain Jackie Bolin, out there on that old lonesome road today. A man passed me, and I got on the old CB, and I go, <laughs> you know, very few people can do that with original voice. Uh, you know, I was kind of rusty, but I, I just, it was come out real good, and I just sat there, like that, just a turkey call. He said, man, what kind of call you using? I said, neighbor, that's my original voice. And I said, God bless me well and give me a gift with my voice that I can call turkeys and don't even need a call. And I said, he said, man, that was good. I said, I just praise the Lord and everything, neighbor. And I said, I just praise the Lord. I said, look at this beautiful sunrise. He's given us this picture of the big orange sun. It was beautiful. All the collars in the foothills of Missouri. And we was up kind of in the flatland, but still rolling up around Macon, Missouri, leaving Hannibal, Illinois over in Missouri. And, you know, Hannibal, Missouri, excuse me. But anyway, I'd left Barry over into Hannibal, and we started down 36. And I said, you know, driver, I want to ask you a question. Let's go to Channel 25. And I said, I want to ask you a question. He goes, what's that? I said, well, I go over the old preacher. I ask a lot of people this question. The good Lord's put up on my heart. I, if I was down on my luck and I wanted to go to heaven, could you tell me how to go? Well, he said, you got to believe. I said, well, the devil believes and trembles in the name of Jesus. Could you tell me the little Romans road prayer and how to accept Jesus Christ into my heart? This is what I heard, people. Preacher, you're in a touchy subject in my life. I hate God. I burnt my Bible, and I'm going to tell you why. When I was three years old, my daddy left me and my mama. And he said, when I got older, I got kids, and I'm married. My kids got old enough that they know that they had a grandpa. Well, they kept pounding me, daddy, daddy, I want to go see my real grandpa. I want to see him. Me and my wife talked. It was again my will, but I took him and to see my dad. I knocked on the door of my dad's house. He come to the door, seen who I was, run out the door, told me to get off of my place and take these little foul language and run them, run me and his grandkids off of his place. And my daddy is a deacon in a church. And I blame God. I hate him for everything that's wrong in my life. I don't want to hear about him. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. He screamed. But guess what, folks? This old preacher's prayed up. He'd just been in the Word. He'd just been in prayer and come out of prayer when he woke up. 
And, I, you know, the good Lord, I said, Lord, I need you. I called upon his name. And I said, well, neighbor, I said, I want to say something here. Let's go see what the Bible and my God says about this matter. My Bible says, if you can't love your neighbor, you can't love God, and the truth ain't in you. There's a problem with this picture, driver. You're his son. Them is his grandkids, and he has hatred in his heart. My Bible says he can't love God, and the truth is not in him. And I said, the bottom line, the Bible also says there'll be wolves in sheep's clothing. And you know something? What's sad in my heart, what I hear out of your voice, you're letting sin, and sin's got a hold of you, taking you straight to hell. And I said, I said that pretty straight, but I said something right there to him that hit an earth. And I said, you know something? I said, we die, we make a decision with Christ, or we don't. I said, you ever make this commitment with God? He said, I told you, I hate God. No. I said, well, as long as we're talking, God's knocking on your door. But I said, it comes within you. There's no preacher or nothing can save you. Only Jesus can. But it comes within you. He gives us free will of choice. And I said, neighbor, God's got a lot upon my heart. He said, well, you got me to thinking. I said, no, God's got you to thinking. I said, you know, I could preach on hell, and you say, oh, you're trying to scare me. But I said, let's just go to reality, what the Bible says. I said, just like right now, we're coming around the curve, and here comes this bridge embutment. You blow a steer tire the way you stand right now, you're going to burn forever and ever and ever in a fiery grave of hell. But I have good news. Jesus is calling your name. He can pull you out of this fiery grave, but you've got to come. It comes within you. Do you want to make this commitment with Jesus? He says, well, I don't know. I don't know. But I know, I, I know I, you got me to thinking. You got me to thinking. I said, no. I said, the good Lord's got you to thinking. I said, I need to pray. I'm going to pray right now with you. He said, well, okay. I went, dear Heavenly Father, I bow at the foot of the cross calling upon your name. Lord, I know your holy presence is here, and you staged this program. Lord, there's no man, no preacher, no one can save anyone, only you. I call upon your name to take the pegs out of his ears, the scabs off his eyes, where he truly hear and see you through my voice. Intercess Christ Jesus, our Lord, through me. I call upon your name, Jesus of Nazareth. Intercess and take over this hour, take over this conversation. I need you, Jesus. I call upon your name. Amen. I said, brother, and this is what the good Lord put upon my heart by the Holy Spirit. I said, brother, you know, if you make this commitment with Christ, you have every right to go to your dad's church and stand up and say, I give my life to Christ. And I know that I have an area in my life that is sin and God has forgiven me. And I come in here and my dad's here in the church. And I, I want to meet my dad on the altar. And I want to get this right because God has forgiven me. And I want the preacher to come and I want my dad to meet us there. And I, my dad, I'm telling you right now in front of the whole church, God has forgiven me. Would you forgive me? Would you meet me at the altar? And I said, then a wolf cannot stand in sheep's clothing. He will be revealed. He either have to come to the altar truly get it right with Christ and tell you that he is sorry and you both get on your knees and you'll have a reunion with the Lord or he'll go screaming out of the church and he will be revealed the devil cannot stand against the Lord it says hell will not prevail against his church driver and I said you have every right to do that but it comes within you. It starts with you. Do you want to make this commitment with Christ? I unkeyed the mic and I could hear tears in his voice. He says, you really, you really, you really got me to thinking. You really got me to thinking. I said, no, driver. The good Lord's got you to thinking. Not me. I am nothing but all things through him. 
and by the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, this is what come out of my mouth. And what I didn't know till later, God preached that man's life through my voice. I said, you know, I said, everything that you touch turns wrong. Every time you get a pencil and a paper and try to figure, it just comes again, you, doesn't it? Yeah, that sums up my life. I said, it feels like right now that your head's just buffs the dirt at your nose, and every time you turn, your air gets shut off, doesn't it? That pretty much sums it up. I said, well, neighbor, I want you to listen to what God's got up on my heart. I said, the bottom line, the bottom line, I said, you're going to destruct. Your marriage is going to destruct. Your kids is going to destruct. You're all going to be, you're sowing the seed in them of sin. And sin, the wagers of sin is death. And death will plague behind this. God has got your door open and he's crying your name. But it comes within you. And I said, the bottom line, I can't say it any straighter. And right now your fingers is just sticking up through the dirt in a fiery grave of hell. And the good Lord's reaching down to pull you out of that fire. But it comes within you. I cannot do this for you. This is what the good Lord has put on my heart to preach today. But it comes within you. Do you want to make this commitment with Jesus Christ? I unkeyed the mic, and this is what I heard, screaming at the top of his lungs. I want to do this right now. I want to do it right now. I want Jesus to come into my heart. I want to be saved. I want to do this now, now. Excitement, people. I took him in prayer. And he bowed down and said, Dear Heavenly Father, I'm a sinner. I know you sent your son to hang on a cross and to die for me and shed his blood and wash my sins away and arose the third day to give me eternal life. Come into my heart, Christ Jesus, and save my soul. I call upon your name. In Jesus' name of Nazareth, amen. Then he commenced to talk and he was crying. He said, you know, I just got back together with my wife. We just had a new baby. We were separated. I didn't even know if I wanted to keep her. I've really confused in my life. And he said, I was destructing. And he said, I didn't know what to do or where to turn. And he said, when you said that, it just fit my life. God said it, people, not me. I'm nothing but all things through him. And he said, you know, he said, I had a preacher, a young man in our town, and I can't even tell you, it's down in Missouri somewhere. He said, I had a preacher in our town to come up to me. And he said, I let it go in one ear and out the other, just greet with him to get rid of him. But everybody likes him in town. And everybody talks good about him. And he says, I'm going to go talk to him tonight. I said, I pray that you do. I pray that you do. And you tell him what you've done here. And you tell him how you give your life to Christ. And tell him, and think about being baptized. And I said, you go home and maybe your wife will reject this for the bitterness that you have sowed. But you bow your head at the supper table and you pray for your meal. And you say, me and my house is going to serve the Lord. And it starts with you. You're the leader. You start praying for your meals. You start giving thanks to God. And the time you was giving them trouble, you get off in the corner and you read your word. You get into this Bible. I said, have you got a Bible? He said, no. I said, I'm going to Macon, Missouri store at that time. He said, well, I just got a new job. And he said, I don't know if it's drop a hook or hand unload. I don't know what I'm going to have to do. I said, well, if you can make it by the store, I'll give you a Bible. Give me your phone number. And I lost his phone number. I wished I had it because this is an awesome story. I'm going to tell you something, people. I was there unloaded, ringing in the cash register at the store, and somebody beat on the front of the door. He was parked there in the Walmart lot. He come running back through the building and embraced me of crying. and says, thank you, preacher, thank you. I said, don't thank me, thank God. I said, come here. And I went up to him, 
and I handed him my Bible. I unzipped it out of the case, and I said, God wants you to have this. This sermon was mapped out for you. This is a sermon that I was sure God had me to preach in this church. No, this sermon was laid out for him and his family. And I had a lot of things highlighted that was sermons in that Bible. And that brother's got it. And you know why? The truth will set you free. And I thank God and praise God for this testimony that I'm giving to you. And this is part of the life of a chaplain out here on the road. We love the Lord. We let our light shine before man. And this is just one of many, many, many over the years, a story that I want to tell. And you know something? I took that man by hand and I said, Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to take this word. And Father, touch his heart and life as he lives it. And Father, I ask you to put the seven pieces of armor upon him and protect him from the evil one. I said, Satan's going to come at you to rip your heart out. But remember one thing, in the blood of Jesus, he cannot stand. He says, hell will not prevail again in your church, God. And God, I ask you to blood cover him in this area, in his home. Father, I ask you to guide him into a spirit-filled church. I ask you to open that pastor's heart up when he comes to talk to him. For your gain and glory, Father, take over his life, disciple him, amen. And I give him that Bible. Well, when I went to that church and I had to preach, this was on a Thursday and I had to be there Sunday to preach. And you know what I preached? What God put upon my heart, this story. And I'm going to tell you something about this story that I just give you from this young man. He was probably 23 years old. And you know something, neighbors? I don't know how many people that I have preached this story out on the road just the way you heard it right here in this tape. And they said, I've got a lot of trouble in my life. I want Jesus Christ to come into my heart. There's been over 40 souls won to Christ over this story. Are you one today? Maybe this story is familiar in your heart. You're living without Christ. You've looked at things that's happened in your life. Maybe a stumble block in a church where some brother has come again you. Are you looking at yourself where you look at just yourself? And left God out of it and throwed a stone against someone. And maybe yourself is destructing. Maybe you're like this man. That's every time he turns, his air is getting shut off. Where do you stand with Christ today, people? If you don't know him as your personal Savior, he's knocking on the door of your heart. And all you got to do is mean it with your heart if this touched your story. And you do your heart. And if you've never made this commitment with Christ, all you got to do now is this. And mean it with your heart to God, not me. You're praying this straight to God. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to the foot of the cross confessing my sins. I am a sinner. Knowing you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to hang on a cross to die for me and arose the third day to give me eternal life. Lord Jesus, I call upon your name to save my soul come into my heart amen if you said that prayer welcome to the kingdom of god and i'm going to tell you something if you're one that's wanting to witness for christ listen i'm kind of dry-throated that turkey call uh, god has gift me and i can just sound like one of them old wild turkeys <laughs> That's what it started with. And look at the story starting over a turkey call because he was a hunter. If you got hunting, golfing, driving the old semi, where you at? Neighbor off road for years. And you start shop. When you got someone in common with somebody, all you got to do is let your light shine for Christ. Let them know that Jesus lives in your heart and show them a pumpkin smile that you're happy in. And if they ask you, why are you so happy? Jesus lives in my heart. And pray to Jesus to intercess through your life every day to use you. You know that prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I'm nothing but dirt. Use me today as a rag, as a tool. Put me in a place to sow the seed, water, harvest, whatever it may be. There's nothing like praying with the lost or the hurting just to be about your business, to glorify you in everything in my life. I'll give you the glory and praise in Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name. Amen. You just heard a story about that prayer being answered. And it's been answered time and time and time and time again. 
one J.B. Hunt driver from Colorado. I'll never forget this in my life. There was a lot of things said. And he was ready. He said, I ought to just drive this truck into this cement embankment and just kill myself. I'm tired of living. I'm tired. He said, I just can't take this no more. I said, driver, go to Channel 25. And he was lost more ways than one and having a hard time finding his way around. I knowed where he was going. I told him that, but I said, you know, I got a loving father in heaven that will never forsake you, never leave you, and always be there for you. And he is a comforter. And when we fail so much on earth, if we cry to him, there ain't nothing he can't take care of. And the good Lord give me a sermon that I put upon my heart. And he started breaking down and crying. And he said, my pastors, we ride Harleys. We're bike riders. And said he got up on a pulpit and spun the Harley around. And said he preached the word. And he told me before I left, he said, you know, it's in God's time when you find him. But you'll know when. And you'll know where. Because the Holy Spirit will come all over you. Well, that was his time. And through his pastor's prayer. And through people praying for him, he stopped his truck. He said, I can't, I can't drive. And I went back, and he had a, a big beard, and tears was running off that beard like a river. And I grabbed him, and I gave him a hug, and I said, welcome to the kingdom of God. And I prayed with him. And he says, thanks. And I said, don't ever thank me. Thank the Lord. Driver, I said, ever answer your lives in the Bible. Go back to your preacher and say, thank him for his prayers and your wife, because this by their prayers happened today. And anytime you talk to somebody, it's not you doing it. It's a good Lord stage from the annals of time before you was in your mother's womb. He knowed when you was going to accept Christ. And when you talk about the Lord and someone accepts Christ, that was God's plan. That was his stage from the beginning before you was in your mother's womb that he knowed that was going to happen. It's an awesome thing to walk the walk and talk the talk. And, and you know, there ain't nothing, people, that excites you more in your heart than leading someone to the Lord. I used to be so happy when she belonged to me. to go no I'm serving life without
you know, as we was talking, it, 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 it's all right to record this uh, conversation on tape, isn't it? Yes, sir, Jack, it is. Well, you know, uh, as we've talked a little bit, and then I come down and ask you that question, could you tell me how to go to heaven? Could you tell me that simple little prayer of Romans Road? And the answer is no. And, and then I heard out of you, yeah, I want to say this prayer, and I want him to come into my heart. This is what I'm hearing right, Bill. Yes, sir. How old are you, Bill? I'm 43. 43 years old. Well, I'm going to say a prayer, and you understand the prayer. And then remember when you pray, you're praying this strictly to God, not to me. And mean it with all your heart. And I'm going to say a prayer. Father, I just bow before you, glorifying you for this time and this hour. Asking you, Lord, to rain down with the Holy Spirit. And Father, just take the pegs out of his ears and the scabs off his eyes where he hear and see you through the Holy Spirit. Intercess through my voice with your lips, Lord, and your voice, Lord. I ask you to rain down upon this hour. I call upon the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And the Bible says hell will not prevail again your church. I call upon your name to take over, or Satan cannot prevail again this. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. I just mean this with your heart, Bill. Say it with me. Dear Heavenly Father. Dear Heavenly Father. I come to the foot of the cross. I come to the foot of the cross. Broken as a sinner. What? Broken as a sinner. Repenting all my sins. And in all my sins. Knowing that you sent your son, Jesus Christ. Knowing that you sent your son, Jesus Christ. To hang on the cross. And on the cross. To shed his blood. Shed his blood. To wash my sins away. To wash my sins away. And arose from the tomb. Rose from the tomb. To give me everlasting life. Give me everlasting life. I call upon the name of Jesus. I call upon the name of Jesus. To save my soul. To save my soul. And come into my heart. And into my heart. Lord Jesus, I confess all my sins. Lord Jesus, I confess all my sins. I want to be a Christian. I want to be a Christian. Amen. Amen. Now, Bill, uh, I just, uh, as I said, that I give you a couple tapes. Listen to them. Find more tapes out here on the road, and you've got some phone numbers on them tapes. Give Gary Rayburn a call. Uh, but you know, uh, brother, the bottom line, the Bible says, who endure to the end wins. Read your word. Read the book of Romans and everything that you prayed, and I'm just going to instruct this to you right now. This is to be tattooed in your heart. You come to Jesus Christ and you confess with your mouth that you was a sinner. You confess with your mouth that he hung his son on the cross to die for you and washed your sins away with the blood he shed. And he arose from the tomb the third day to give you eternal life. I call upon the name of Jesus to save my soul. It's this simple. Father, forgive me for all my sins, Lord. I want to be a Christian. Just remember that in your heart. And if anybody ever asks you, am I saved, am I born again, you can boldly say, Jesus Christ lives in my heart. I come to him and I confess that I was a sinner, admitted that to him, and he died, sent his son to die for me and shed his blood. And he arose from the third day, and I always add this in here. The Bible simply says, whoever shall call upon my name shall be saved. And you called upon his name, said, Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save my soul. Now you've got that prayer, and don't ever forget it. You hear me? Yes, sir. And that's a prayer that you ought to make sure your family, I mean positively, your wife, your kids, everyone to know in your family. Because, Bill, that is the only way to heaven. You can read that Bible through and through and through and through. And you can go in church and, and set all your life. But if you don't come to the Lord with that brokenness and confess you as a sinner and know him in your heart as your personal Savior, you're hell bound. You know what? Jesus just won your soul. And you know what? I, I, I'm going to ask you this. When you say that prayer, you open the door of your heart up. What did you feel when you said that prayer? 
relief. Sigh of relief. And you know, the thing of it is, now, without a shadow of a doubt, you're heaven bound. No man can snow you under. No man can take that away from you. And if you keep that prayer in your heart, and the Bible says simply, endure, you got to get into that word. you got to read that word. I encourage you with the bottom of my heart, Bill, read that word. That is every day. And listen to tapes, you're in that truck, and nothing else gets you a cassette uh, on the Bible. Or you can just throw it in there and listen a little uh, each day and pray and ask God to help you through your journey. I want to tell you something. It's exciting. Because I, I was walking around this life to 34 years of age as a hypocrite. Confessing I had him, talking two corners of my mouth. Never talked to anybody about him. But you know, when the Bible says, all things the old become of the past, all things new become in Christ. And that just happened today with you, my brother. You know, that old heart got pretty warm. Them old goosebumps come. Them old shoulders probably felt pretty light, didn't it? Yes, sir. You hit it right on the nail. Well, the thing of it is, you know, you ask a person what I ask you, and uh, you know, how do you feel? And usually that's what you hear. But I know in my heart, because I know before we talked, all this didn't get on tape, but what we talked about before. But you know, brother, the bottom line, before we come around, you thought you had it 100% because you was a good person. You prayed in your own way, but yet you couldn't tell nobody how to go to heaven. That about sums it up, doesn't it? Have you been in church all your life off and on, Bill, or what's the deal there? Uh, most of my life I've been sitting overseas fighting wars. I heard that, I did. I praise the Lord for you. God kept you for a reason. And, you know, that that's the bottom line. Uh, you've probably seen quite a bit, ain't you, neighbor? Yes, sir. You get into uh, uh, Vietnam? No, I was at the tail end of Vietnam. I was cleanup crew with uh, LCMA folks. I heard that. I, uh, I wanted to go to Nam, but Mom and Dad wouldn't sign the papers. I was a little young now. I could have got in the tail end of 74 when it was winding down pretty much, you know. Yes, sir. I had a lot of friends. I, uh, I got one buddy, and he gives it all to God. He said if it wasn't for you, uh, with that big old U.E. helicopter that come in and flew him out under fire, and they shot his hip out of him, he'd be dead laying there in the jungle. Yeah, I've had a uh, few cousins and uncles that I lost in Vietnam, and I have uh, a dear friend of mine right now that I've been
they truly know they have Jesus in their heart. And neighbor, when you're home on Sunday, get into church, find you a spirit-filled church. Uh, but, you know, a church is just as good as a pastor leading it. And, uh, you know, if you go in and, and the pastor says, well, you're a visitor today, but if you come next Sunday, you're a member. You're the family, part of the family. That's what you want to hear. When you go into church and they're shaking your hand, it's ain't good to see you, neighbor. Uh, that's what you want to be in, Bill. You don't want to go into a show party where Jesus ain't, he's left out on the back step and don't interrupt my songs and don't praise the Lord and don't tell about Jesus coming into your heart. There's some churches like that. Have an eye open and pray that God will put you in a spirit-filled church. I want to pray for you right now in this matter. Hear me? Yes, sir. Dear Heavenly Father, I just bow down and pray for Bill, the Lord, that you've been on the scene and is asking in your heart, and the angels is rejoicing, and we praise, and we're rejoicing here in prayer. Father, I ask you to take my brother by the hand and lead him into a spirit-filled church, Lord, where the true word is preached, and Lord, where they will grow in his family, the Father, that they don't know you will find you, Lord, into their hearts. I pray right now for this, Lord, and Lord, I just pray that Bill will, you put him into the word where he reads the word, and Lord, that you will just touch him in every avenue of his life, Lord. And Lord, I just pray him into that spirit-filled church where he will grow into you, Lord. Lord, I just give him to you and ask you to take him by the hand of discipling. I ask this in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Amen. Amen. Well, brother, I, I'm going to turn the old tape recorder off, but it's been good. And we'll just keep right on talking. I praise the Lord for you giving your testimony because this is what it's about, neighbor. Just praise the Lord. That's all I can say. This road is lonely. This road is cruel. for someone I swear I don't know who because there's no one gonna be like you I gave you my love and this 14 carat ring me free, but it don't change a thing, how can I prove my love is true, on this road that's lonely, here without you. Fourteen carat rain. Now you're 
friends, you got the chance to hear Jackie Bowling lead that driver in a salvation prayer right over the CB radio, and many of you may have prayed right along with Jackie. If you've never been saved before, or if you've gotten away from God, we want to hear from you. If you prayed that prayer with Jackie Bowling, give us a call right here at Lonesome Road Ministries at 618-383-2107, or call my partner, Daryl Spicer, at Channel 21 Ministries. 615-663-3199. We'd love to hear from you. And if you don't call us, give somebody a call right now. A family member, a friend, a neighbor, or maybe your pastor. Give him a call. Tell him what happened to you today out there on that old lonesome road. There's been so many times when I've been gone It seems like when you need me I'm never at home All I ever wanted was to be A man you could rely on But it's hard to be that kind of man When you're on the road Oh, life on the road Is a lonely, lonely song It'll always make you cry The love that we have known Is a lonely life alone Oh, it seems like all we're ever doing Is saying goodbye There's a price to pay For the choices that we make Sometimes the cost seems like More than we can take All I ever wanted was To be there for you But when I'm always gone It's so hard for me to do on you Oh, life on the road Is a lonely, lonely song how you sing It'll always make you cry The love that we have known Is a lonely life alone Oh, it seems Like all we're ever doing Is saying goodbye If I could have one wish It would be Turn back the hands of time So I could erase the pain I've caused From your mind If only I could make This dream come true If I could have it my way It would be me and you on the No matter how you sing, it'll always make you cry. The love that we have known is a lonely life alone. Oh, it seems like all we're ever doing is saying goodbye. Oh, it seems like all we're ever doing. It's saying goodbye And so that's what this trucking ministry is all about, is meeting the drivers out there on the road. We, we try to minister to the drivers wherever that we can find them. If it's in Walmart, it's, if it's on the highway, wherever it is, parking lots, we take the church to the people. That's what this ministry is all about. It's all about being on the road. And drivers, my friend Gary Rayburn 
has a song and testimony called At the Foot of the Tree that Dennis McKay uh, recorded for Gary and did an awesome job. So let's go to the foot of the tree. Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Those 18 wheels are rolling down that old lonesome road And I shared the good news Wherever I go Yes, there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be And I tell everybody What's happened to me How oh, I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past but I called his name This chance Could it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus Foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree 